Welcome back to another episode of Big Vibes, nigga. What's up? Hey, y'all. This is Destiny of Chronicles of Divine Destiny. And you're listening to Mr. Fidel Cashflow. Mr. High Cheekbones with a side of thick thighs will save your lives. The Johnny Fact Podcast. Aight. Very pleasant. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 232. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, Jamal Cena, a.k.a. Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ben Affleck on these hoes, Mr. Carte Blanche himself, Cheekbone Jones, Three Bun Poppy, Bro Livia Polk, the Prince of Potomac, B.K.A. Being hot gets you the MVP. Staying hot gets you Hall of Fame. I'm gunning for Hall of Fame status. Guys, let's kick off some housekeeping. Um, I got some episodes in the clip. Uh, Jackie and John, the takeover slash, I'm going to be quiet, is coming. It's recorded. I got to mix it. I got to edit it. It's coming. Uh, next week, Mr. Coleman joins us again for August version of Gay Side Stories Reimagined. So I'm excited for you guys to hear those episodes. Let me just say this. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm going to just say this. Rain and I have hit this stride. Like I feel like when we collaborate it's just getting better and better. Like, that's my bro. That's my dog. That's the homie. Like, I can't wait for you guys to hear it because I had so much fun recording. Like, bros for life. Bros for life. Um, for my SoundCloud users out there, guys, please comment, comment, comment on the episodes. Pre, um, I said, <laughs> I've been drinking. Please press the heart icon in the left corner of the app. Repost the episode. For my Twitter users out there, make sure you follow the kid. John EFX on Twitter. Use the official hashtag when listening to the show. Hashtag PodQB. When you're on Twitter and you see the links for the show, please retweet, retweet, retweet. It helps the show gain traction. And I'm all about potentially getting to new listeners because with new listeners, I get to say, new listeners, welcome. Also for my Apple podcast subscribers out there, you guys are showing up and showing out. And I want to thank you so much for that. Go over to Apple podcasts, search for the John effect podcast. First, please subscribe. Then write a review, rate the show four or five stars. Tag me. Hit me up. Let me know that you have written a review and I'll read them on air. In fact, we have a review, a new review, new review alert. I'm going to read this one right now. So give me a moment while I let it load up. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, here we go. Okay, this 
review comes from Bougie Manton 17 Thank you, love. I really appreciate you for taking time out of your schedule and, you know, showing your boy some love. So, this is the title. My first podcast. Five stars. Thank you, love. Thank you. I think he was my first, definitely my longest subscription. I love this podcast at first listen. John is so entertaining. To be a solo podcaster, you never know it. His Twitter and IG are also hilarious. You should follow. He has great musical taste, and there's always a gold, silver, bronze to take you back to your clubbing, excuse me, your club hopping days. Thank you. I I love that. In my mind, what I'm thinking, how I want the show to be, it comes off that way. And I thank you for your kind words. Um, if you want to email the show, if you potentially want to be a guest on the show, if you want to talk that shit, if you want to, you know, just chop it up, email me, the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. I am super interactive, so I'm here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm with the shits, and that's what it is. So personal effects. <sighs> I'm going to say this. I had an I had another amazing weekend. It was bros weekend this past weekend. Um, I went up to Maryland, went up Friday morning, came back uh, Sunday evening. Let me just tell you this. The fellowship that I have with my best friend is unmatched. Let me just say this. Friends like Ray come along once in a lifetime. Like that, he is more than my best friend. He is my brother. Like, Blood couldn't make us closer. Like, bros, when I say, like, that's my brother, that is my brother. Like, when I say this, I say this with my whole chest. I would take a bullet for Ray because Ray has been such an amazing addition to my life. And it's so crazy because Ray and I did not grow up together. Ray and I did not go to college together. We met as adults and became best friends and i wouldn't have it any other way so i was just say this i was looking hella good this weekend like i would i was fully loaded bearded poppy for the last three weeks i just i didn't have the energy to go to the barber shop i didn't want to go to the barber shop i was just like i'm gonna chill till it's time for bros weekend so i was out here looking crazy um for some reason people love me with facial hair but myself i like me very clean cut very much a country club aesthetic um so my barber did his magic <laughs> i'm gonna say this the niggas were receptive to your boy looking good um I was like, shit, I ain't had so many matches on Tinder in a minute. I was like, okay. I ain't had so many unsolicited dick pics, balloon knot pics in, in, in my inbox. I was like, oh, okay, what's popping? But let me just say this. These niggas come at you on some freaky, deaky, aggressive shit. You guys know, I'm super direct. I'm with the shits. I appreciate that approach. But... When I ask you, are you fully vaccinated? You should not bite my head off. Like I'm very respectful. I will preface it with, you know, just, I, I'm just curious if you feel the need to not answer. That's okay. Are you vaccinated? I I'm not really out here to really hook up, but I still want to know if it's potentially on the table. If we're gonna hook up, are you vaccinated? 
Um, I still ain't trying to date nobody. I'm good. I ain't trying to fuck nobody. I'm good. I'm just about good vibes, good energy, like advancing myself. Like I don't, I don't want to be nobody's boyfriend. I've been someone's boyfriend. I've been someone's fiance. I already know it's off the table. I'm never going to be anyone's father, and that's okay. It, it sucks. It hurts. The traditionalist me is dying slightly on the inside, but I'll be okay because onward march but yeah i was just like y'all niggas are crazy so we went out friday friday was a good time i was sauced up the thighs was out the legs was out like i was just bronze and tan and you know i was in my summer i was my, my summer complexion was on full display um so we're we're just in the city we're on the way to the gym some cute niggas oh some cute niggas in the gym i would take some of them pound town we're on the we're, we're on the way. There's this woman. She's riding one of the the city bikes. Ma'am, wear your drawers. She had a skirt on that was flying in the wind. No drawers, ma'am. You're gonna put your buttocks and vaginal lips on a city public bike, like no cover okay i guess i don't know if you can get covid through your vagina i don't have a vagina um but i'm just like oh okay like something some, something to cover between your bare body and this seat that's probably had so many you know what i'm gonna mind my business let me tell you another thing so we go to seoul my favorite spot in the city and we're like there's signs dc's on this mask mandate which i love because you know i'm not taking my mask out off in public i'm keeping it on so we get in the spot it's got the sign that says mask mandate i'm like okay cool 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 so we're ordering our food and it's three employees on the line and i'm like ray none of them have masks on not a not another mask. No one has a mask on, and I'm like, okay. But you have a sign that says, "Make sure you wear a mask. It's mandatory." Okay. So not only was that the that was the case Saturday, and I'm like, Seoul is so fucking good. I'm, I, you know what? Whatever. We go back Sunday. It's a new staff. All have masks on. I'm like, of course I get charged for case. Okay, so it's extra. I, I like to finesse. Usually, if I go out to Seoul, I'm paying for case on one night, and the next I'm not. But they want they don't understand anything else, but they know how to say queso. Okay, all right, all right. I'll pay. It's not gonna break my pockets. I'm not going into bankruptcy, but I feel like I shouldn't have to pay. So much because case will be like an extra dollar thirty. I'm like, this cheese is cheap, but all right. I mean, it's all good, it's all good. I ain't complaining, but yeah, again, I had a bros week in that. It, I know we're in a pandemic and I am equipping myself. And you know, when we went out, it wasn't crowded, the vibe was cool. Like, you know, there was definitely social distancing. Like I said, I'm not taking my mask off. Um, 
Bros weekend, Labor Day weekend. Hopefully, it's going to be lit. And then, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, the city and, you know, the world doesn't shut down. But if it were to shut down, I completely understand because this virus is not going anywhere. Like, I'm always befuddled when I see all these things about post-pandemic. And I'm like, what earth do you live on? Because we are still in a pandemic. There is no post-pandemic. Anyway, I'm going to freshen up this cocktail. I'll catch you niggas and Justin right after Flippy. I'm nothing like the other brother. I got no choice but to slutter. Cause I'm in a tan six with a base gut. That looks something like another butter. Da -da -da -da. Mommy, you'll be in St. Tropez. Riding jet skis and mopeds. Not unlike dope heads. Paparazzi snapping pictures. They must think you J. Lopez. Bitch! <laughs> Let's roast some spinach. Hit a club and just post a minute. What you mean are we here yet? I got a layer jet that gets to the West Coast in minutes. <laughs> I'm smoothing in white vanilla fudge and white and yellow studs Cause if they witness how I'm killing them out here These girls just might go tell a judge I rest my case Damn, it's the way he grabs on himself When he's getting closer you to feeling the that right? Damn, it's the white girl I wish you were the one in the drop top I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly. My money is for me. I said what I said. Everything on the docket, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Let's take a moment of silence. We lost a TV icon. Marky Post lost her battle to cancer. Um, if you're not familiar with Marky Post, she played Christine on Night Court in the 80s into the 90s. She was also on Chicago PD in the later part of her career. Lots of credits, uh, Lifetime movies, Hallmark movies. Um, she did Hearts of Fire in the 70s, 80s. <sighs> I, when I read this, I'm just like, oh my God, like, it, wow, I'm just like, I was just watching an episode of Chicago PD and she was up there and she looked great. Um, she was only 70. And can I say this? Nightcore is arguably the best theme song in television history. Do not debate me. Debate your dick-stucking step-uncle. Um, but yeah, and can we talk about how Cameron, Charlie Baltimore, Slokka Shaka, and Wyclef John sampled the Nightcore theme song on Horse and Carriage Remix. I'm just saying, that shit still goes off legendary. But let's have a moment of silence for Marky Post. Alright, first item on the docket. <laughs> I am not misogynistic. I am someone that is a triple minority. I understand being in the marginalized group. Uh, so I'm going to say this with my whole chest. You know what? Don't come at me crazy. I'm just, This is my interpretation. This is my 
take on these things that I see in, on social media, when I'm on social media, I've never been here for Lizzo. It, it has nothing to do with her being a plus size woman. It has to do with she does not make music that I enjoy or I'm necessarily here for. Like someone on Twitter the other day asked one of my mutuals, is Lizzo a rapper or is Lizzo a singer? And I was like, neither. I do not think that she is a rapper. I do not think that she is a singer. If we're going to call her a rapper, we might as well call Fergie a rapper because Fergie low-key has bars and you know I, i'm just gonna say that like i again it's not hating on lizzo with no reason i i've i've listened to the music it's not for me i don't think it's that great i i get she has a shtick every and that shtick is making her lots of money so kudos to you for being a black woman that has gotten to the bag Bravo, slow clap, all that good shit. But I ain't here for the music. She had a new song with Cardi, Rumors. I love Cardi, so I, I checked it out. And I played it a few times, and I'm like, ah, this was kind of mid. Just, okay. And it, it made me think, I see why it took forever for Lizzo to pop, because musically, it's not there. But what kills me is people go out of their way to bash her and to talk about her weight and it's like that's not cool like that's totally disrespectful it's horrible um lizzo has stood up and she's owned that she is a bbw and i, I love that i love that people can own things when people when the masses kind of look down their nose at those things um, so she went on, I want to say it was either IG or TikTok live, whatever. She was crying and <sighs> I have an issue with crying videos. I think it's performative. I think it's annoying. It makes my skin crawl. So when I saw that, I was like, ugh, Lizzo, like, ugh, I already think you're musty. And then you're doing this and I'm just like, ugh, no, thank you. Please, please, please get it away from me um this docket i'm not gonna say it's leaning towards lgbtq issues but i'm talking about some things but because here's the thing i am an openly gay late 30 afro latino man navigating the world so there are certain things i'm progressive on there are certain things that i'm a traditional on. i'm a little bit of everything um, so they're going to be things that I don't understand. They're going to be things that I do understand. They're going to be things that I may have an opposing uh, excuse me, have an opposing opinion opposed to what people think I should because of the status that I have. Air quote being in the Alphabet Mafia. Um, Muppet Babies was such a huge show for me growing up. Like I remember watching it for hours on end because it was such a great show so it's a part of my childhood um so they reimagined muppet babies i want to say for this new generation and gonzo um has come out as being non-binary in this latest iteration um and i'm just like okay that's cool like 
I love it. And I, I watched the clip of, of him, you know, owning and coming into him being non-binary. And it, it took me back to the weekend when Ray and I were riding to the gym and we, and we were talking about non-binary and we we're talking about cisgender, we we're talking about transgender and just, you know, I'm not going to go too much into the conversation that we had because y'all not going to cancel me. Um, and y'all not going to be in my homeboys, um, mentions being crazy, but you know, even at 38 years old, the non-binary thing is still so new to me. Like it, it's new to me. So I don't speak on it a lot. I respect people and I'm going to give you the utmost respect on how you want to be identified, how you want to be, you know, how you want someone to engage with you. I don't personally understand the full aspect of non-binary, but I can still be respectful. Um, but my thing is this, things I don't know a lot on, I'm either going to educate myself or I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So with this, I love the representation. I'm all about inclusion. I'm all about diversity. I'm all about representation. Um, so I think this is great. And some people say, oh, kids programs shouldn't have this type of dialogue. I think that's wrong. I think kids are more open-minded and they are more willing to embrace things that aren't air quote the default. So I, I applaud that. Um, I, now we're in the cartoon zone. Another show that I've been watching since middle school. I don't watch it now. I'll say this. I've caught a few episodes while I was getting ready for work when I was still going into the office. Arthur is ending after 25 years um, in 2022. And I'm just like, one, I was surprised. I didn't know Arthur was still producing new episodes. When I would watch Arthur sometimes or catch it in the mornings going to work, I'm thinking these are like older episodes. But no, apparently Arthur has been pushing out seasons. And I'm just like, okay. But yeah, I remember Arthur was like my go-to um, when I was in middle school getting ready for school, like it was Arthur, it was Sailor Moon, it was the bananas and pajamas. Like that was my kind of go-to um, when I was getting ready for school or whatever. But yeah, that was crazy. I was just like, oh, okay, like sucks. But, you know, maybe they'll move it over to Netflix or some other streaming service because I think Arthur does provide kids with a fresh and wholesome perspective on things. So I think that's good for kids. Um, next item. <sighs> Y'all, knuckle dragon, musty, cis hetero men. Y'all love just saying your opinions with your chest. And I, 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 I get it. But some things like you don't you don't have you don't have to offer your two cents on everything. So Robin has come out as bisexual in the comics, DC comics. Uh Tim Drake, not Dick Grayson, um, has been revealed to be bisexual. And you niggas were mad. You were mad. Like I saw people that I follow on Instagram, people that I follow on Twitter go out of their way to say some disrespectful shit and i'm just like oh okay well thank you thank you for letting us know how you really feel one these are fictional characters two 
Like, why are you so enamored with them coming out? Again, straight is not the default. Who's the, why do we assume that all of these fictional characters are straight? Like, it's up to them. It's up to the writers. It's up to the creators to decide when they want to express these characters and their true identities. And I'm just like, yo, like, here's the thing. Niggas be gay. Niggas be bisexual. Niggas be pansexual. It is what it is. Before we were here, niggas was gay. Niggas was pansexual. Niggas was bisexual. When we're long and gone, niggas gonna be gay. Niggas gonna be pansexual. Niggas gonna be bisexual. It is what it is. Like, sexuality is not anything new. Like, it's just not. Like, give me a fucking break. Switching topics. Next item on the docket. Uh, lifelong jaundice endurer Boosie has offered yet another musty hot take on social media. And he's gone out of his way to say that um, in 10, 15, 20 years, being, get, excuse me, being straight is going to be looked down upon. It's not going to be normal. And... I'm like, sir, why is you in why why is you in our business? We don't like that. Get out of our business. Why do you always feel the need to give us your uneducated, give us your opinion that you can never properly articulate and hateful energy about matters of the lgbtqi plus community no one cares no one asks yet you keep telling us worry about the fucked up shit that you're already doing because you are a predator i don't know what nigga in jail broke your heart but you need to get you need to come to terms with it you need to you need to release and you need to focus on something else like again straight is not the default like i understand normatives but no it's not like if you if you're not okay with it just save it don't you don't have to you don't have to speak on things I'm, I'm gonna say this i am not a fan of christian dior i'm not i just i i don't like the aesthetic but i'm not going out of my way to let the masses know especially when i want to ask that i don't like christian dior i just it's just not for me I would rather have Tom Ford. I would rather have Versace. But that's just me. So I don't understand going out of your way to let people know something that you don't like. But anyways, go off. Uh, last item on the docket. I think social media has us a little too free. Uh, these white celebrities are really coming out of the woodwork and letting us know that they do not like cleanliness. Their hygiene is not top tier. And it's upsetting me because I didn't need to know these things. Like, I want to just focus on you and what you present on screen or through the music. I don't need to know your personal business. I didn't need to know that you don't want to take a shower. I didn't need to know that you don't use deodorant. I didn't need to know that you're okay with toe jam. 
that's none of my business. I I didn't I didn't need to know that, and it really just came more full. Sir, I'm drunk. It came more fully out there when Beyonce um, had some clips from, or not clips, but some excerpts from her Harper's Bazaar interview about you know the consumption of social media and everything. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like if you don't like to bathe, you say keep that to yourself. You don't have to share that. But the Jake Gyllenhaal of the world, the Coco Tees of the world, and the Mila Kunis's and the Ashton Kutcher's. Oh, all right. Y'all don't like to bathe. Y'all don't like to do that. Okay, not for me, but I, shit, go off, do what you got to do. Uh, I'm going to freshen up this cocktail. I'll be right back after the flippy. Check you guys in a sec. This week's edition of Gold, Silver, Bronze, I wanted to take it back a little bit. I wanted to go back to the 90s. Uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. So this week's edition of Gold, Silver, Bronze is all about TLC. I am taking three singles from such a great discography, and you and I, the listeners, we're going to rank them Gold, Silver, Bronze. A little about TLC. 65 million records sold worldwide. The second best-selling girl group of all time, only after the Spice Girls. So, our first entry, What About Your Friends, is the third single from their debut album, Ooh, on the TLC tip, released August 28, 1992, produced by Dallas Austin, peaked at number seven on the Hot 100 and number two on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs. Our second entry, Red Light Special, the second single from their sophomore album, Crazy Sexy Cool, released February 21st, 1995, Produced by Babyface, peaked at number two on the Hot 100 and number one on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. And last and certainly not least, Unpretty, the second single from their junior album, Fan Mail, released August 10th, 1999, peaked at number one on the Hot 100 and number four on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Produced by Dallas Austin. Guys... Let me know in the comments, live tweet me if you want to email the show. Who gets your gold? Who gets your silver? Who gets your bronze? I'm going to give my gold to Unpretty. I love this track. It was so different for TLC, in my opinion. 
and it really resonated with me because when this song came out like i was still in high school i was in my junior year of high school like i was going through a weird transition because i was you know in puberty like i was in full-on puberty and i felt so i don't know i just felt so uncomfortable in my own skin and i, I didn't feel you know i didn't feel attractive i mean i was still fucking y'all stepdaddies but you know I, that was a persona because i was a, i was a beast but i didn't feel at the end of the day i didn't feel cute I, I didn't feel i felt like i was awkward i felt like i looked like a ferret and i'm just like ah like i it's crazy because you know a few years later i would get my first nose job and everything and i would start you know some elective surgeries you know on my face and what have you so this song definitely has a special place in my heart the video does as well i let's see who gets my silver i'm going to give my silver to what about your friends it is peak essential quintessential 90s without a doubt i'm giving bronze to red light special i'm gonna be honest i've never that's my i want to say red light special is probably one of my least favorite tlc singles i i just i don't know video was great i just the song was ah i mean and the song came out when i was in like middle school and i remember everyone and their mom like going up for the song and i was just like <sighs> i mean i'll give i'll say this it's definitely better than return of the mac but i don't know i didn't like the song and the question I, you know I, I think about sometimes when i think about things where crazy sexy cool was a diamond album and i think one of the few albums from an rb female group to go diamond would we paint tlc with the legends brush or would we paint them with the icon brush because where i want to say their career was very front loaded and it was very rooted in the 90s and we got a little bit of the early early 2000s because fan mail which it came out in 99 it did bleed over to the early 2000s and then we had the 3d album in uh 2003 but that really didn't have the same impact as previous albums. Let me know, guys. Would you say that TLC is an icon? Or, excuse me, are they icons or are they legends? Um, but yeah, this wraps up episode 232. I want to thank everyone out there for your continued support. You guys spend time with me a little bit each week and i'm so thankful for that because you guys don't have to do so and you do and for that i am forever thankful and indebted to all of you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um me you can follow me on instagram the john effect you can follow the show's instagram the john effect podcast again subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts. write a review rate the show and all that craziness if you're on facebook Go to facebook.com forward slash the John Effect Podcast. It's got links for the show. It's got some funny memes. If you want to post links for your show, that's a great place to do so. Like I said, next week I'm taking off, but I'll be back the week after that. Um, August is just starting up, so still be on the lookout for a Jackie John takeover. You know, be on the lookout for Rain and John with Gay Side Stories Reimagined. 
Until next time, I'll see you, sweet lovers of liberty. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Nigga that'll get that